March 23rd, 2022, 238 days remaining in our American system of government as we have known it. How you doing, kids? It's JC here at jconthelinecom As we said, we're going to have a fairly significant announcement here in the next couple of days. I don't know which day it is. I hate to tease you like that and, and not be able to tell you when the announcement is coming, but I don't know myself. So as soon as I know, you'll know, and we'll just sort of leave it. At that. By the way, yesterday I may have identified <laughs> may have identified the day as Wednesday when it was Tuesday, and I'll tell you why. Because I, I know this happens to a lot of people. If you have a uh, holiday that uh, wipes out your Monday, or I shouldn't say wipes out. Actually, people enjoy holidays, don't they? What the hell am I talking about? If you have a holiday on a Monday and then you go to back back, back to work on Tuesday, it feels like Monday, and then the rest of the week. You don't know what day it is, and that's me because Monday was uh, still it was the last day of my daughter's spring break, so she didn't go back to school until yesterday, Tuesday. I'm all goofed up, so I said the wrong day yesterday. I appreciate that a couple of people called me on that. That's why I give out the email address, jc at jconthelinecom Facebook, the showgram with J.C. Corcoran. 
Josh Hawley is a dick. And not only is he a dick, he's a short dick. I just wanted to make sure I got that in this morning. I don't know about you, I was cleaning yesterday. I know for some people it's a little early for spring cleaning, but not me. I started, boy, oh boy, did I find, I live in squalor in this room. Uh, this is my office. This is my radio studio. This is my man cave. Uh, I eat a lot in here. I drink in here. I do other things in here. And uh, boy, oh boy, I found dust bunnies out the ass yesterday. I'm still cleaning these things out of here. When I have to get that vacuum cleaner I used to clean out the garage Bring it in here and start sucking away in here and get these dust bunnies out of here. There's a lot of people cleaning and cleaning and cleaning. They don't even know what they're doing. They're making their situation worse. For example, if you go a little overboard with cleaning products, you use too much of that stuff, you won't make your floors or counters or tabletop cleaner. You're just going to leave more of a residue that can trap in extra dirt and dust. Follow directions. As difficult as that is for some people. Uh, dusting at the end is wrong. When your last step of cleaning a room is dusting, you actually spread that dust around, which makes the room dirty again. The best move is to clean a room from top to bottom, ending with the floors, so dusting is in the middle. Also, if you clean with a used sponge or rag, when you use your dish sponge or use a rag to wipe down surfaces, you're just spreading germs onto those surfaces. And if you overload your dishwasher, you put too many dishes in the dishwasher, it can't clean them all properly. So your dishes actually don't get as clean as you like. I sound like Heloise here. You can clean pewter with a cabbage leaf. Actually, that is true, by the way. Oh, uh, for those of you who listen to the podcast right at our post time, which is usually a couple of minutes after 7 o'clock St. Louis time. Uh, we have a lot of people that do that, listen on the way to work, listen while they're brushing and flushing, having breakfast, whatever the case may be. And uh, so for those folks, we have a major, and this is a major traffic problem in downtown St. Louis today. The ramp in downtown St. Louis going southbound on I-55, tractor trailer jackknife, and is spread across all lanes of southbound 55 right there in downtown and it is going to it's a mess and traffic is backed up to like indianapolis this morning so just be aware of that again that is southbound 55 right in the city right at the cloverleaf there the interchange and that is going to be a major major problem this morning all right I know this will anger people, but you have to understand something. Just as people who aren't from Chicago sort of can't get into deep dish pizza, in similar fashion, people who aren't from St. Louis oftentimes cannot understand the thin crust Emo's style pizza. In fact, in a new study, the best pizza cities were found to be Detroit and Cleveland. Chicago came in 14th, New York 22nd, St. Louis was... Let's see, Boston 4th, followed by Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Providence, Rhode Island, and then St. Louis. So we're in the top 10. Then Philadelphia, Norfolk, Virginia, Baltimore, Tampa, Minneapolis, Chicago, and Nashville. So St. Louis beating out, beating out Chicago in pizza. New York didn't even make the top 20. It's number 22. That's after Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure it is. This is the anniversary of the Eliminator album by ZZ Top. 
back in the mid 80s and there's so much stuff about those songs and those videos a lot of people will recall a young lady former playboy centerfold by the name of gina thomasina along with her blonde friend i can't remember who she was but they were in the videos gina thomasina would go on to marry matt keogh who was a former St. Louis Cardinal pitcher back in the 1980s. I still remember in the 1985 World Series, we were broadcasting out of the Overland Park Marriott and the morning after, shall we say, because, of course, you had the Don Denkinger call on Saturday night, and then Sunday, the Cardinals got blown out. Oh, God, I don't, what was it, 11 to nothing, 13 to nothing, something like that. And so we had already made our arrangements to still have our hotel rooms and to broadcast live because, you know, we're optimists. We're thinking we're going to be broadcasting from the lobby of the world champion St. Louis Cardinals. And instead, we had the aftermath of that whole debacle. It was just terrible. And if you're not old enough to have been around in 85 when this happened, it, you know, there's there's no way to really explain it other than to say there was like there was like a pall that came over the city of St. Louis. People just couldn't believe that not only did we not win, but we had the thing stolen away from us. And then the meltdown in Game 7 was just awful. Joaquin Andohar and John Tudor and guys like that, you know, took a baseball bat and just beat up the toilet in the clubhouse. But anyway, we're sitting there about 6.30 in the morning, you know, during our broadcast, and here comes Gina Tomasina getting off the elevator, doing the walk of shame right through the lobby and right past us. And she was so sweet. She went on the air with us and everything. I have a tape of that somewhere. But, you know, she had obviously been upstairs with Matt Keogh and for whatever reason had to get the hell out of Dodge and gave us a couple of minutes. She's very, very sweet. She went on to be one of those uh, real housewives, one of those terrible, just awful Andy Cohen shows. She didn't look the way she used to. Who amongst us does? I always laugh when I hear that. It's like, oh, she was a Playboy centerfold, but you ought to see her now, man. She wouldn't make it in Playboy center. It's usually some guy, some barrel-chested doofus who forgets that he's carrying about 80 extra pounds. But as popular as the Eliminator album was, and as outrageously popular as a couple of those songs like Legs, I mean, those songs for that album and those videos were so big. They're just so, so big. But ZZ Top's new style, I guess you would say, of music, plus the videos, which were very commercially appealing, caused big problems for the band, as the now-departed Dusty Hill told us about 10 years ago in an interview that I did with him when I was on the air in Houston. So from the time the band was conceived, right up until the early part of the 1980s, it was this sort of rough-looking uh, rock and roll band, sort of on the scruffy side. Mm. And then somebody had the idea for the Eliminator album in 1983 to do a, a left turn. It was out of character for you guys. You had the Sharp Dressed Man and Legs videos for MTV. You had those little um, Playboy centerfolds, Gina Thomasina, sort of running around. <laughs> yeah, there's a blast from the past. And suddenly, instead of this following that you did have, you went mainstream with that. Yuppies, teenagers, everybody, everybody loved ZZ Top. Just tell me a little bit about how that whole idea of doing that video and those videos sort of changed the band. How was that for you guys? Well, actually, it's conductive everything we do. I mean, if we really plan something, it doesn't work. You know, what we do, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, the, the, when we started writing that album, Eliminator, we started playing around with new uh, new toys, what we call uh, new instruments in the studio. 
and the sound started coming out. Now, at the time, there were a lot of people that were upset with us because they said we were not sticking to our roots or whatever. They accused which you is, of selling which is out. nonsense. You yeah. know, I mean, you play what you play. Anyway, uh, Eliminator and Afterburner were kind of an extension of each other. Anyway, when we started doing the videos, I mean, we had absolutely no idea what we were doing. So I can remember when we met with the director, uh, Tim Newman, Randy Newman's cousin. Uh, we said, look, we have this hot rod. Uh, let's use some girls. That's what we write the songs about. And let's be more of observers here and play the song and uh, you know we're not a pretty boy band you know uh, what we are is what we are so take that and see what you can put together and uh everything else just turned out uh, on the set you know so uh that's the way we work you know and uh little hand gestures and whatnot just turned into people do it at airports i'm going to say hand gestures is not just the middle <laughs> finger i mean uh you know little video stuff you know and so when the videos uh, clicked that was great you know uh, we added to our fan base not we didn't change and it opened up a lot of other stuff and then through the years uh I look in the audience and see somebody like 16 next to somebody in their 60s so great you know so we got a song for them too you know i mean whichever one it is and a footnote on those days too 10 million copies of that album went so that thing really really resonated with people who were into music yeah i'll tell you a funny story there's a thing called a diamond award and what you get is if you sell 10 millions of 10 million copies of one record you get this diamond award it's purely about sales it's nothing else not popular or anything so when you're there getting this award you know it's like Here's Megadeth, and there here's Kenny G. You know, I mean, it's just the room is like the strangest room. You know, I'm sitting over there talking to Kenny Rogers. You know, like I said, some guy just had a you know some sort of nail through his tongue. You know, so I mean, it, you know, it just doesn't matter. You know, uh, so so that was yeah, that was a very successful record for us. Ah, uh, the great Dusty Hill of ZZ Top. He couldn't have been nicer that morning. He brought his wife along. She had been a former. Uh, ZC Tom background dancer, I guess you would say. Well chested, very cute, very nice. Posed for pictures, the whole thing. Dusty was uh, pushing an outfit called Show Your Stripes, where it concentrated on organization, concentrated on trying to get returning servicemen good jobs. And uh, that's what he was into plug. So not only was he a great musician and a cool guy, but he was involved in great charitable oriented projects. Eric Greitens is fucked. Both Democrats and Republicans in Jefferson City are calling for Greitens to drop out of the Senate race. Greitens denies any wrongdoing. His ex-wife Sheena issued a statement saying in part she stands by her sworn statements in a child custody case. And she says, quote, my only interest is what's best for my two children. And for the last four years, I've gone to great lengths to keep these family matters private to protect them. Mm, Ex-wife saying that uh, he was abusive with her and knocked her down and all sorts of stuff like that. He's not a good advertisement for the state of Missouri. Neither is Josh Hawley. I mean, when you have hundreds, hundreds of national politicians in the House and the Senate. You have presidents, you have the cabinet, presidential advisors, hundreds and hundreds of people involved in politics, but your guy is the guy who makes it into the late-night television talk show monologues and is being ridiculed on national TV. It's when you know you got a problem. And we got two of them in Eric Greitens and Josh Hawley. Missouri's turning into Florida with Matt Gates and <laughs> Ron DeSantis, these other 
bizarre human beings. I will make a confession to all of you that uh, <laughs> on Sunday afternoon, I will occasionally watch The Love Boat. What I do is I record it on MeTV, and then I'll usually watch it later. I watch because I am fascinated by the fact that this passed for entertainment as recently as the 1980s. I asked the God, I just sit there and look in total fascination. It's the same reason I watched the Lawrence Welk show. The the, uh, the public broadcasting runs Lawrence Welk on Saturday nights, and I will watch that too because I am absolutely mesmerized by what I'm watching. It's 1969. A lot of these shows they're showing from Lawrence Welk, 1969. Were you around in 1969? The country was just being torn open by the Vietnam War and by cultural issues and stuff like that. And Lawrence Welk is still like, he's completely tone deaf, so to speak. And he's just poking his ass off and, and, and just nothing. Seemingly unaware of the fact that the entire country, like I said, is being torn open at the seams. And the same thing with the love boat. I just sit there and I watch the first five minutes to see if it's anybody that I remember. We had, uh, what's her name, from Northern Exposure. Janine Turner was in an episode. You couldn't even recognize her compared to Northern Exposure. So she was on. This was about two weeks ago. I'm just fascinated by it. The Love Boat is being turned into a reality dating show called The Real Love Boat, where singles look for love on a Mediterranean cruise and compete in challenges on the Love Boat. They're also going to be cast members like Captain and the cruise director who will help with the matchmaking. That's the other thing. I watch The Love Boat and try to see if I can detect any change in the appearance or the temperament of Lauren Tweez. T-E-W-E-S. And for some reason, she pronounced her name Tweez. And she was cruise director Julie. And if you know anything about the history of The Love Boat, you know that she was a massive cocaine fiend. Lost her job on the show and was replaced by another blonde chick because they just like, we can't deal with you. You're coked out all the time. And when you watch this actress, this Lauren Tweez, she looks like the last, you could put 5,000 people in a room and she would be the one that you would pick last if you're trying to pick out the one who was the coke fiend. And we had Gavin McLeod in the studio once back in the early part of the 2000s. I think this, yeah, we were on K-Hits. And Gavin McLeod came in. He was really, really nice guy. He's a, a pretty straight guy, semi-religious. We, we were uh, able to talk to him about Mary Tyler Moore and also about The Love Boat. And also, he had a whole career before all of that. He had hair at one point. The only other interesting thing I know about Gavin McLeod is that Super Dave Osborne bought Gavin McLeod's house once Gavin McLeod was moving out for whatever reason and Super Dave bought his house and I know that because Super Dave told me that I'm buying Captain Stewie's house speaking of everything that's old is new again Joseph Gordon-Levitt is going to play Johnny Carson in a series called King of Late Night. I don't know anything more about it than that. David Spade's first Netflix comedy special called Nothing Personal. That's coming out on April 26th. Remember yesterday we did the story about Rachel Ziegler, who was in West Side Story, and she revealed the fact that she wasn't even invited to the Oscars, even though the thing is going to win a bunch of awards this weekend. Well, yesterday, and I predicted this, by the way, so they'll take care of this today. Not only has she got her invite, she has been asked to be a presenter. So, see, everything is going to work out fine. 
Online. The Sex and the City sequel, and just like that, has been renewed for a second season on HBO Max. If you put yourself through that. Major shuffling with the departure of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman from Fox over to Monday Night Football. Al Michaels now leaving Sunday Night Football. He'll be replaced by Mike Tirico, and they're really just going to shuffle everybody around. Everybody's going to still have a job. I guess when you're a celebrity and you have millions and millions of dollars and you don't really know what to do with the money, it's either cocaine or hookers or buying exotic gifts for yourself. GQ posted a new interview with Nicolas Cage, and the best part of the revelation is that he used to have a two-headed snake, and when he fed it, he had to put a spatula between the heads so they wouldn't fight over the food. I know that Clint Eastwood used to have one of those giant turtles. The name of the turtle was Mojave. Some people just buy up memorabilia. For example, the Fart Man costume Howard Stern wore at the 1992 VMAs is on eBay as of last night. The bidding was over $173,000. Speaking of the Oscars this weekend, the Academy stopped giving out those Oscar goodie bags back in 2006. Remember that? They would say, you're getting all these exotic gifts. You're already a movie star. You're already rich. But because you have gotten your way into the Oscars because of something you did over the last year, and your movie's been nominated or you've been nominated, you get a, you know, we're going to give you a bag of goodies on top of it. But yeah, they stopped this in 06 because the expensive gifts put an extra tax burden on the recipients. They're like, thanks, but I got to declare this. Anyhow, a company called Distinctive Assets, which has nothing to do with the Oscars, kind of took over by giving out everyone wins gift bags to 25 of the top acting and directing nominees. Everybody wins bags. This year's bag is worth six figures whatever that means, some of the stuff in it. Plots of land in Scotland. They're giving away, in your goodie bag, land. Also, an all-inclusive stay at Turin Castle in Scotland. I don't know what the hell Scotland is so cool all of a sudden. Gold-flaked olive oil, facial rejuvenation procedures from some doctor, and body enhancements, meaning plastic surgery. And the Oscar goes to... Owen Wilson. And then Owen Wilson says, oh, yeah, give me that goodie bag here. Maybe I can finally have this giant rhinoceros-shaped nose shaved off. It's Channel 4 talking about here today. People think it's like the road show that they do, but this is the real show coming to town, right? I think more details know. are going to come out soon. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't, know if, I don't know if that's fully. I don't, I don't know if they even know yet. They're making a tour, right? Yeah. 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 It's coming oh, I here. thought it was the real show. It's no? a tour. This is the news, folks. This is the news. They're doing a story, and nobody knows what they're talking about. (laughs) How how in the hell? Oh, God. And now the KMOV News with a bunch of reporters in fancy costumes and jewelry. A sports report. A weather report. More reporters bunch of glitzy graphics a shiny set and did i mention a bunch of people running all over the city telling you what happened in the city of st louis it is the morning news on V channel 4 what's going on i don't know do you know what is it is it coming to town is it not coming to town is it the real thing it isn't do you know i don't know there'll be some more details now back to you They are a riot over there, by the way. 
Laura Hediger, one of the dumbest people I've ever seen on television. And played along Colin Kaepernick. Oh, yeah, Colin Kaepernick. Sure. Well, she got there. The 2020 inductees to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame are out. Torius B.I.G. will be inducted, along with Depeche Mode, the Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails, and Tex. Tex? That would be T-Rex, honey. Oh, this guy's gone now, but I used to love this guy. He was a one-man flub machine, Julian Grace. Julian Grace spoke with investigators and joins us live from Sunset Hills. Good evening, Julian. Vicky, investigators say an elderly man was headed three miles the wrong way when he ran into another driver. Now, that accident happened just right here off of I-44 westbound near Lindenburg. Lindenburg. Close enough. That was that stupid theme song they had for their morning show for a while. Hold on, I got more. Oh, I love this. I love this. This is when the consultants come in. The consultants come in and say, all right, here's the thing. From now on, we want you to use these two new phrases. Work them into all of your stories, all of the intros for the stories. Work these two phrases in because they're magic. They're going to make us number one. Really? All we have to do is say these phrases and these words? Yes. Yes. We have proven that they're magic. So just work these two phrases into your newscasts. And then sit back and watch the magic. We wanted to know if abuse victims think this action will really help. We did some extra digging to find the connection. We did wonder how many pumpkins are grown in the United States. We wanted to know about the similarities. We wanted to get some extra information. We wanted to know how Missouri and Illinois state employees fare. We wanted to know just how often women give birth outside of a hospital. We wanted to find out. We wanted to know if felony animal abuse charges are common. We did some extra digging to show you just where to look. So we did some extra digging to find out what it is and if it's harmful. We wanted to know. We did wonder. We wanted to know. We wanted to know. So we did some extra digging. We wanted to We wanted We did wonder. We wanted We wanted We wanted to know. We did wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Bring your shovel to work day so you could do some extra digging. Ah. Hey, hey, everybody calm down. We didn't come here to have fun. Lollapalooza's lineup includes Metallica, Dua Lipa, Green Day, Doja Cat. I like Doja Cat. Jane's Addiction is going to be a special guest July 28th through the 31st. Tickets already on sale. Joe Jonas, I'm with Jimmy Fallon tonight. Kimball's got Lisa Kudrow and Michael Chiklis, Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. I'm with James Corden. Birthdays today, Michelle Monaghan, Tom Cruise's wife, Julia, in the Mission Impossible movies, is 46. Carrie Russell, Felicity, is 46. John Wayne Bobbitt, interestingly, considered a celebrity because he had his dick cut off. 55, Richard Grieco, oh, God, this guy. 21, Jump Street and Booker, and then 22, Jump Street. But the most interesting thing he's ever been in, actress Yasmeen Bleeth. <laughs> Hope Davis, great actress. You want to see a good independent movie? I love this movie. It's called Next Stop Wonderland. If you like independent movies and you've never seen this thing, rent it. It came out about 20 years ago. Love this movie. Hope Davis in Next Stop Wonderland. And yeah, she's 58. Catherine Keener from 40 Year Old Virgin, 63. Amanda Plummer, Honey Bunny in Pulp Fiction. I got a P is 65 and Pete Davidson has canceled his trip to outer space. Apparently he can't guarantee that he could escape the gravitational pull of Kim Kardashian's ass. 
<laughs> and with that, we say the J.C. Corcoran podcast for, what day is it? I got it right today, Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022, 238 days remaining in our American democratic system of government as we have known it. We're here every weekday morning just after 7, absolutely free. If you miss a podcast, don't worry, they're all archived right here. Email me, jc at jconthelinecom Facebook, The Showgram with J.C. Corcoran. We do politics only when it's absolutely unavoidable. Keep us in the top 10 of all podcasts in the country. That's where we are right now. That's where we want to Say, please spread the word. Let everybody know that we're here every morning. Like I said, as soon as I am able to tell you the information in the special announcement, which is coming any day now, I will do it. Until then, have a great day. Talk to you again tomorrow morning. In the meantime, we've beaten this one to death. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. The J.C. Corcoran Podcast.